This is an interview with Jesper Lindgren from Velvet Insane on Tuesday, June 15th, 2021 by Nick Burkell. Jesper, what was it like getting your very first guitar? I bought my first electric guitar when I was uh, 13 years old uh, after I heard an old tape uh, of Double Platinum by Kiss. And the first song I ever heard from that was uh, the Strader. Uh, the 1978 version uh, that is more disco and more pop um, than the raw uh, original version. And I just loved Kiss right away because they were superheroes. And I loved comics uh, as a, when I was little. Uh, I loved Batman and Spider-Man, all, all kind of that uh, thing. And I, from that, I found a lot of different bands. I found Def Leppard, and then I found punk rock and the 70s glam rock with T-Rex, uh, David Bowie, Slade. And, um, so th- and that's the story, how I um, found my first guitar. Now, did you take any music lessons, have any private tutors, or were enrolled in any music schools when you were younger? Uh, actually, I learned playing guitar mostly by myself but I took some lessons but I didn't do the homework uh, I wanted to create music and write songs uh, uh, so I just I went to the to the music lessons for a few years but I I don't think I learned so much from that how did your band Velvet Insane form uh, we we started uh, in uh, 2013 uh, because I needed to play, uh, I needed a band to play with at the charity event, um, and I met Jonas by accident at the local club, uh, and we started to talk, and we liked the same band, they liked liked the same music, especially the 70s glam rock stuff, uh, and we went up playing together and. Uh, wrote some songs and recorded it and went on tour and uh, the rest is history like you said so what was it like for you guys recording your album rock and roll glitter yeah and it was fun to record it uh, and also creative and a bit challenging and we we recorded the album at Nevo studios uh, in the town Sundsvall uh, you have uh, any good memories of the uh, recording? Uh, especially those moments when you uh, when you hear like Jonas lay down some vocals on the track, and you think, "Oh man, this is great!" And when the drummer is like pouring his heart out on the drums, and uh, yeah, a lot of great memories. Uh, yeah, a lot of those stuff. For this album, did you purchase any new instruments, recording equipment, or study any new performance techniques to make this album unique? Um, actually, no. Uh, I played everything on my Firebird guitar. What were some of the challenges of dealing with the virus, and did you find any interesting silver linings that you took advantage of? Uh, we had to cancel a few tours, actually. Uh, we would go to Spain with Crash Diet, and tour America with uh, Grand Funk and besides that uh, yeah we we went into the studio instead 
um, and recorded this album. And uh, yeah, we did the, the, the album and uh, recorded some music videos and played some unplugged shows together with Dragon from uh, the helicopters. Um, yeah, we have uh, done a, a lot of different things. Was Backstreet Liberace written about anyone? And can you tell me the story of it? Nah, it's more written from a feeling. Uh, uh, Liberace was an old piano player that was playing-wise, like really over the top, like uh, like Little Richard, but uh, ten times more of everything. Um, so it's about that. It's about being over the top. It's about cockiness and the glam rock and swagger. What were some of your favorite memories of working on a brand new start with uh, Bruce Kulick from Kiss and Martin Sweet from Crash Diet? Absolute favorite memory is when the song is finished and we did our first interview together with Bruce. Um, and we just got so starstruck uh, and uh, because we are big Kiss fans. Um, and we love the 80s era and we love uh, what uh, Bruce did on our song. And uh, uh, and it's always great to work with Martin. He's an, uh, a really close f- friend of mine. So, yeah, it was a blast, everything. Now, what song are you most personally proud of from the new album and why? Um, I really like the last song, You're the Revolution. Because I like my guitar playing on it, uh, and I love the chorus and everything, especially the nice outro solo, guitar solo. Uh, I'm really proud of that. It's really melodic. It's a, uh, it got a lot of uh, punk in that solo and uh, some melodies. And I'm yeah, I'm really proud of it. It's, it's a really strong song, and I'm really looking forward to hear what people. Um, like about it and uh, the feedback. So what were some of your favorite memories from touring in Japan as well as the UK? Hmm. Everything is fun with touring and that's because that's why we are in this band actually because we love to play and we love to meet people uh, and everything is a blast. It's It's an adventure and we have played like in America and most of Europe and Australia and Japan and but one memory from the latest uh, the la- latest UK tour we did um, we stayed at an Airbnb house uh, and knocked on our door and asked, asked about some dude I think his name was like Peter or something uh, we didn't have a clue uh, and everything were, was just weird and we got freaked out about that for you what are your three most cherished albums in your music collection um double platinum of course because it's the first real rock album uh, i found and i also love uh, sig stardust by david bowie and i also love slade in flame that's a classic for you, your favorite ghost story or urban legend from living in Sweden? Yeah, when you sent me this question, um, 
I, I have really thought about that, and there are a few. Um, um, and there are a lot of places um, that I can uh, an, an advice or a tip that you, if you go to Sweden, you have to go there. Like uh, there's a, a place pretty close to me um, from my, some miles away uh, in another town, but pretty close. It's called Sater Mental, Mentally Hospital. It's an asylum, an old asylum, uh, where Sweden's like worst psychopath and killers uh, lived. A closed down asylum. Do I need to tell you anything more than that? It's just scary as shit. So you need, if you go to Sweden, you need to check that out. I see. Cool. Um, would you happen to have a, another cool story? Um. Yeah, it's like in my hometown uh, that I live right now. It's a small village called Hammarstrand in the, the middle part of Sweden. Uh, there is uh, actually a dead waterfall uh, because some dude like 200 years ago um, was destroying it, you could say. Um, and that guy is called Bild Hussen, um, and he got killed after that. And uh, I think he he's still in the dead fall because people have said that they have seen him and heard him uh, went around in that area. It's kind of spooky. Final words. Uh, Thank you, and I hope to see you on tour soon. Uh, we really miss going on tour. So, yeah, hope to see you soon. This is an interview with Jesper Lindgren from Velvet Insane on Tuesday, June 15th, 2021, by Nick Pertel.